for the first time since that hot, emotional summer of about a fortnight ago. Welcome back to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. He's Matt Dyson. And so am I. Oh, I've missed that. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to be together face-to-face. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. We're going to go out for some drinks after the show today, For we? the first time in about two years, yeah. we're going to have a pint after <laughs> the show. It? Christmas 2019 was yeah. the last time we were going to have some Different drinks Different world, together. baby. Yeah, so much has changed since then. A lot has changed. It's been nice to yeah. go for a pint. Yeah, it will be very nice. Yeah, and are you okay? Have you been given the clearance to drink with gay abandon by the uh, doctor? Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, I can yeah. drink with whoever I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, having a wonderful time. So I had a few beers over the summer. Yes. The odd England game. Nice. A few beers last weekend. So I think. Uh, so you're pretty much gout free. I'm still on very strong medication, but yeah. apart from that, I think I've basically got as the long all clear. As you balance it out with a bouillon, you're all right. You know what? I've not had bouillon for ages. Oh, really? You're off Started using Nor Organic Stock <laughs> Blobs, okay. whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah, I know the ones. Stock yeah. Pops, but they're just little oh, jelly so blobs. The ones that are like jelly rather than the yeah. solid. Um, the solid stock. ones aren't as strong. The jelly ones are like. Pfft. I find the solid ones, sometimes they don't disperse very well, they don't stir in. And you yeah. sometimes have like a blob of stock at the bottom of a bolognese. It's not nice. Although when you get a mouthful of it, wow, it's a flavour. It's like when you something you get like the little bit of dust at the bottom of a bag mm. of discos. Oh, or something. The yeah. Intensity oh, of it, oh, so powerful. Ah, Your tongue feels so alive, doesn't it? It does for a bit, and <laughs> yeah. then anyway, let's not yeah. go there. <laughs> so it's a packed podcast today. It's the return of the Premier League and some roller coaster games, ups and downs, and all arounds. And um, yeah, and fans back in the ground. Fans back in the ground. Rounds. Real football is back. It's back to normal. There's three o'clock kickoffs on a Saturday. We've got a new game that we're playing instead of Supporters Club. Yes. A new era begins. Yeah, we're just developing. You know, we're growing. We're uh, uh, evolving. Yeah, it's a show. You know? You know. We go again. We learn. We grow. We improve. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've made it sound more boring than in <laughs> actual fact it was. Oh, yeah. John Richardson joins oh, the yes. show. Yeah, we've got a guest. Leeds yeah. fan, John Richardson. Talking about another podcast, which is while you're here, you might as well download it. Yes, Comedians Playing FPL, which yeah. is uh, Comedians Playing Fantasy League, hosted by John Richardson and Matt Ford. Yeah. Someone who, you know, at least one of those people has made comments about Fantasy Premier League, perhaps to your face in the past. Mm. <laughs> yeah, very disparaging, yeah. Yeah. But suddenly you love it now, yeah. <laughs> it's good to see, you know, we can, we can all change. Um, yeah. I'll accept your apology on behalf of the F- FPL community. Yeah. You, you said some horrible things about it. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. I hate hearing those things back. And It's not necessarily that my opinions have changed, it's just that I'm, I'm just going to stop saying it. Yeah, OK, fine. For, for my own sake. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the show. Matt, Matt and you Rock and Roll Football it's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. It's a pleasure to be back for a brand new season of Premier League action. And what a weekend it's been already. Brentford beating Arsenal 2-0 last night, their first ever game in the Premier League. And today, the early derby between Man United and Leeds United, Dyson, is oh, sensational. Unbelievable. A hat-trick for Bruno Fernandes in the first game of the season. Man United winning 5-1 at the moment. Unbelievable. What, there's about 10, 11 minutes to go. The second half in particular. Great second half. Absolutely. 
absolutely explosive. And we have a whole afternoon of red-hot oh, Premier League yeah. action. You can't see me, but I'm currently blowing a kiss at a football on the plinth like that weird <laughs> ref did in the first championship game of the season. Keith Stroud so in love with the beautiful game that he couldn't hide his affection while running out with the players. A celebrity referee slash influencer taking centre stage, almost knowing it will be turned into an animated gif on social media later on. Is this the moment the game finally went? Not for me to say. And what I can say is that we have a bumper crop of three o'clock kickoffs in the Premier League this afternoon after getting by last season on scraps just one a week on a Saturday usually being the least attractive fixture of the weekend due to the post-Covid television scheduling. Uh, we're back to an almost traditional fixture list. I could cry tears of joy just looking at it. Oh. Not Lionel Messi style crocodile tears though. Oh poor me, I'm going to have to move house. I've rinsed this club dry and now they can't afford to pay my huge wages anymore. Boo hoo hoo. And I've got to go to live in Paris. The tears of a goat when the club's barely <laughs> float. So, <laughs> so anyway, in the Premier League, Chelsea cannot play their new record signing Romelu Lukaku at home to Palace today. The £97.5 million striker has got to quarantine after arriving in the country from Inter Milan this week. They really do need the big Belgian goal machine back at Stamford Bridge with last season's German glamour signing Timo Werner only scoring six goals in total. Sometimes even getting in the way of goal-bound shots to stop them going in. Chelsea play Patrick Vieira's Crystal Palace off the back of winning the Super Cup in midweek. Elsewhere, Mr. Liverpool, the president of the Spanish Liverpool Supporters Club, more red than Emlyn Hughes, eating a pan of scouse on the back of a giant liver bird while singing You'll Never Walk Alone. Rafa Benitez takes charge of Everton for the first time. Mr. Liverpool oh, yeah. in the dugout at Goodison. Unbelievable. Some Whoa. Everton fans aren't happy about the appointment, so he needs a win at home to the Danny Ingsless Southampton today. We also have Raul Jimenez returning from Wolverhampton Wanderers in their trip to Leicester, the Foxes versus the Wolves, the classic wild dog derby in the Midlands. <laughs> also, Burnley take on Brighton and newly promoted Watford welcome Grealishless uh, Aston Villa to Elton John's Man Cave. With all the goals <laughs> from the Championship and the Scottish League Cup as they go in, subtly blended with real music that matters. God gave rock and roll football to you. He gave it to everyone. Woo! Yes, Dyson! Wow. Ugh. Nearly crashed it at the end there. <laughs> when people remember the start of this Premier League weekend, they'll say Brentford beating Arsenal, they'll say Man United beating Leeds, and they'll say Dyson's introduction on rock and roll football. Well, thank you. It's good to be back. But it's so good to be back. The last time rock and roll football was on the air was the yeah. day before England-Italy in the uh, Euro 2025. Oh, yes, that, yeah. I do keep forgetting what year it is now, because you went from Euro 2020 to Tokyo 2020. Yeah. I think you're like, what do you mean next year's 2022? It's actually 2021. Huh? It's very confusing, isn't it? Yeah. Why do the authorities keep lying to me, man? I don't know, yeah, it's very confusing. Don't read any more into that than needs to be. I'm, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but that's just about the... What a way to become a conspiracy branding theorist. Branding of major sources. Yeah, just about the years. Lying to you about the year, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, every pub quiz in about 10 years' time. What was notable about Euro 2020 oh, so, yeah. and Tokyo 2020? Everyone knows that one, mate. Don't Everyone knows that one. And, of course, you were at Wembley for the final, weren't you? I was. Oh. I am. Um, yeah, with a flare what a, what a in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do any of that, of course. I'm a law-abiding <laughs> citizen. Yeah. yeah. I, was in, I mean... Uh, the, <laughs> 
obviously there was a lot that happened that day that was um, shameful. Mm. But where I was, it was absolutely joyful. I've, you know, I checked my f- photos on my phone the other day, and there's a bit of half time where everyone's just, you know, freed from desire. Oh, yes. And it was just like, it's just like a carnival. Yeah. You know what I remember most about the day, actually, apart from Luke Shaw's goal. Yes. And Pickford saving two penalties, was the amount of drunk old men. So there were so many. Oh. Because I went to every England game at Wembley. That was the one where you noticed there were more children there. So people were obviously taking their kids yes. as like the sex experience of a lifetime. Like a family stand. It was like granddad, dad, son. Wow. And some mums as well, but that was kind of like the, the typical unit that was there. And the granddads who were like 70-odd had just been drinking all day. Oh, And were just like t- pie-eyed, sunburnt, wow. and they'd lose their way back to the st- to the seats. Yeah. So you'd see them come out, they'd been to the toilet, and people going, Dad, Dad, can you share Pete? And go, Pete, Pete, Pete. Oh, I told you, Dave, stop going to the oh, toilet, will ya? Wow. It's like loads of 70-year-old men just like, like they're oh. on the beach at Benidorm. Just like. <laughs> I didn't realise it was all pensioners Cats there. Cats yeah, been out all day and broke, broke into Wembley yeah. and caused all this racket. The Chelsea pensioners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Obviously sad in the end for all of us. Yes, very sad, yeah. And we can now move on, onwards and upwards, the exciting new dawning of a new Premier League season. Yeah, I mean, there's a part of you that, like, after that, once you've seen that, once you've seen England in a final, and they go, yeah. look forward to the new season, Forest against Coventry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We'll never have as, as easy a route to the final in our lifetimes, will we? Have we said that in the World Cup. Yeah. And also, it wasn't an easy route. Croatia were yeah. World Cup finalists, yeah. they've beaten us in the semi. Scotland was a local derby. <laughs> yeah, easier than it can be. Oh, yeah. Germany. One of, yeah. the, one of the global powerhouses yeah. brushed casually aside. Side yeah, by Southgate's men. Yeah. Sweet Caroline's become the national anthem. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, I'm back to that optimistic vibe again. And also, just because we lost, it doesn't stop all the happy times. No, they can't take that away. I sound like I'm breaking up with you. We still had, <laughs> we still had some wonderful times, but. It's not you, it's me. I have got a load of tat left over, by the way, from Euro 2020. Oh, have you? Well, I ended up in, like, a corporate box for a couple of the games. Uh, I'm telling you now, yes. if it weren't screwed down... Yes, so you've got... got, like, little hand wipes, napkins, menus. Oh, nice. All with the Euro 2020 branded. England. Nice. I didn't look anything big, like a chair or anything like that, but part of me thought... What you know, what's the stuff that sells well from the Titanic? Yeah. What's the yes. stuff that we yeah, go? Oh my yeah. god, the napkin! You yeah, know, that's so you go. It. That's what you got Take to think. Take it all. Just put it on Absolutely. in a bag. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Got a bin bag full of it. You see a that? Bag, There's yeah. a slice of cake from Charles and Diana's wedding in 1981 that sold for nearly two thousand pounds or something the other day. Yeah. Uh, because people just want some memorabilia. That's from an incredible vacation. thing. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. still all right, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I wouldn't want to eat it. I'd try a bit, wouldn't you? I know, yeah, I'd probably have a nibble. Yeah. Well, Tell you what, if the you're the person, right. if you're the person who bought that cake and you want two people to see, we'll just have a little crumb. Yeah, we'll try it out. Yeah, okay, get into the fine, studio fine. for next Saturday, and we'll have we'll have a lick. But yeah, if you wait about twenty years, you can auction all that stuff off. You make it for it's your retirement fund. There. Wait even longer. Yeah, the yeah. longer you leave it, the value increases. Yes, exactly, exactly. Great. How old am I now? Thirty-eight. So twenty years, I'll be fifty-eight. Still quite young. Forty yeah. years, seventy-eight. Yeah, okay. Pays for my. Nice. Caravan in Benidorm. Yeah, pay for your... your I'm obsessed folks, with bargain-loving bricks in the sun. That's how I see my life. And it's, like, it's such a good... We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> bargain-loving bricks in the sun. I think I've seen a bit of that. It's so good. Yes, yeah, it's great. 
But today we launch a new game because usually we play Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club where each week we follow an individual team. But what we're going to try and do now is follow a team over the course of the season while they win. So, Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club is no more. In its place, the superior Glory Hunters. Yes, because we need some glory, don't we? We do need some glory. And also it means that we get to know a team a bit better. We follow their fortunes until they lose and we drop them and and then we follow the team that beats them. Yes. That's okay. the whole thing. So Fair this enough. could end any old place. Good. Yes. Lovely. We're more invested with the club we're supporting exactly. for a few weeks. Until they nice. lose. Until they lose. And then we want and nothing to do over. with them. And as Forest fans, we're, you know, we've been stuck in the championship for nearly 25 years. So mm-hmm. we, we aren't going to get any glory anytime soon. So we can find glory for another route in, yes. the, in the grassroots levels of English football. I'm not sure League One and League or Two Scottish. would be happy to be considered. Or I don't uh, think yeah. the Scottish <laughs> Premier League would be. <laughs> okay, lower league. Yeah, we can go. We don't need to go that far down. We can go. You can go as far down as we want, really. Can't yes, we? but not. We cover the Premier League in detail, yeah. like you say, because we're Forest. We cover the Championship. Yeah. So the parameters are any Scottish team, including Premier League, mm-hmm. but only English teams from League One and down. And it can be anything. League One, League Two, the Isthmian oh, League. Oh, the Isthmian. Yeah, I'd like to back an Isthmian team. But it means you get your Celtics, your Rangers, your yeah. Everdeens, your Archibaldies. Okay. Yeah. Sorted. Yeah. Or, or in the in the Isthmian, I quite like the look of. Corinthian Casuals based in Kingston it's a nice name it's got a nice ring to it yeah but that's just because they sound like a hooligan outfit yeah (laughs) Yeah, that is partly the reason you just want to be tough I mean yeah Corinthian Casuals Um, Bognor Regis Town we could go with them they're playing Bishop Stortford today we could do I could could, we could support them is that Isthmian that's Isthmian yeah I'm I'm very Isthmian focused because we can say it every week then you got any other suggestions (laughs) well I was thinking like AFC Wimbledon or something like that like lower league but still of a yeah, particular stature yeah and they're a team we can all get behind it'll be Celtic or Rangers yeah although that is problematic isn't it you yes alienate to avoid them avoid them but we think we're open to suggestions maybe Aberdeen my dad lives in Aberdeen oh, I might pick yes. Aberdeen the granite city is it is indeed yeah, shimmers yes shimmers in the sunshine so Texans on 8-12-15 why should we support I mean if you are if you support a club in League 1 or League 2 the SPFL mm. or, or any yeah, team if you know football, someone who's potentially going to do well this season a team that ah uh, yes give us a team do well we need a hot tip yeah yes yes so text now on 8 12 15 which team should we follow until they lose for the rest of the season we've had a few suggestions here Dyson uh, yeah there was a Folkestone suggestion for the Isthmian they're also in the Isthmian aren't it's they? Folkestone and Victor yes does it's Victor an... mind <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure all of them all of yeah. all of Folkestone yeah so a nice south coast team would be good wouldn't it I've just moved to Hastings recently I might support oh, maybe we should support here we go Hastings United. Oh, but I'm not sure what league they're in. They're sort of you just want a free ticket. They're sort of semi pro. Yeah, I'm on the radio, you know. Probably only costs about one thing to get in. Matt Dyson from the Breakfast Show, Rock and Roll Football. A big up on the radio, isn't it? Is it being in it? Oh, them pies going free. Oh, I love a pie, me. I've missed your impression of me. So flattering. They're playing Hearn Bay this afternoon. I'm missing that one. They're at the at the pilot. It's already. I'm already missing that one. I'm getting on to that. About 4,000 capacity ground. I reckon we could back Hastings or Folkestone and Victor. I'm happy with either of them. Okay, well, Texas on 8, 12, 15. No Premier League or Championship, but literally any other team in Britain. We will support them all season until they lose, and then we support the team that beat them, and so on and so on, until we end up at the end of the season and we see where we get. Texas on 8, 12, 15. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have a shortlist for the team that we are going to follow this season. 
It's either Wrexham. Yes. Partick Thistle. Good. Bognor Regis or Southport. <laughs> oh, yes. It's good. Coverage of the United Kingdom there. It is, it? yeah. So, um, Texas on 8, 12, 15. Who should we support out of those four? Wrexham, Partick Thistle, Bognor Regis or Southport. Dyson, mm-hmm. where's your heart leading you right uh, now? It's sort of... I think we did support Wrexham last season when they were taken over by the Hollywood stars. They're yes, quite an exciting course, team, aren't they? They're pretty exciting uh, to get behind. So, I'm sort of leaning towards Wrexham. Yes, be without honest. being cynical about this, if yeah, we get on the yeah, Wrexham exactly, bandwagon, yeah. Ryan Reynolds... Yeah, and Rob McElhenney, we can get them on to chat about it. You know, if we back them, well, it was a big ask. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say my heart's going with Partick Thistle. <clears throat> yes, I like Partick Thistle, but you mainly like them just because of that old that old mascot they used to have. That Kingsley, <laughs> yeah, the crazy mascot. <laughs> like Lisa Simpson's... Yeah, yeah, very strange yeah. mascot, but also because they're a Glasgow team and it allows us to support a Glasgow team uh, without getting nice. into Rangers One of the smaller Glasgow teams, they often yes. get a mention. Yes, sure. Right. Something that's only five. Nice. Yeah, okay. Well, let's put it to the vote. Put it to the vote. It's in your hands. This is democracy in action, unless we don't <laughs> like the result, in which case Dyson's going to pick Wrexham. But text us <laughs> on 8 12 15. Who should we support for the rest of the season? Brackets until they lose. Wrexham, Partick Thistle, Bognor Regis, or Southport. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. You may remember last year I became obsessed with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes. I'm f- I've now fully caught up. Now. Yeah. Finished it, mate. Yeah. I'm down yeah. to just one episode a week whenever they drop on Amazon Prime. Uh, right. <laughs> so I've got I into a new show. I've got oh, into a awful. new show, Bargain Loving Brits in the Sun. Yes, right. Which is, have you ever watched it? I think I've watched one episode. And it's, it really sucks you in, doesn't oh, it? Oh, it makes you want to live in Benidorm immediately. So they sort of live um, in Benidorm on sort of like a caravan site. Do they all live on a caravan site or static homes? Um, Glad you asked. So yeah, it yeah. follows a number of different protagonists. <laughs> yes. And it jumps from week to week. There's yeah, a, a lovely okay. lady who uh, looks after abandoned dogs in Benidorm. It's a major mm. problem there. There's, oh, yeah. Yes, there are people at um, the, uh, caravan parks, but then it follows some of the drag acts, some of the guys who run the yes. pubs, London pub and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, oh, it's just nice. great. And it's so it's a very sweet program. Program. It is, yeah. There's some characters, aren't there? Oh. I saw one where there was like a DJ and a handyman uh, in action. And then there was this couple who lived in a, a villa, and he bought some extreme artwork. He made his own really what? weird. What do you mean extreme? Really what is extreme artwork? artwork? Like it had like a, a, a coat stand with a, a head on top or something. It was a really oh, like macabre, almost yeah, like yeah, really dark looking wow. stuff. And they said we haven't got much money, but we just buy these weird things on the, the market. Goths of Benidorm. And then we turn into artwork and it was really scary, really quite scary you know what I love about it is the phrases you hear more than any other on there are this time next year we'll be millionaires <laughs> and also it's a millionaire's lifestyle <laughs> on £100 a week yeah. budget <laughs> yeah, it's it. champagne lifestyle on a lemonade budget Your pension goes a long way out here it really does there are more regional accents in that show than there are in the rest yes. of British TV combined yeah. it's so cool <laughs> we came out here a couple of we would never leave any done would we Ooh, no yeah. we mean I'm loving you yeah. Everyone with the strongest accent in Britain has gone to Benidorm. I'm, I'm not sure it ever makes you think, oh, I'd love to go and live in Benidorm. Does it? Speak for yourself. <laughs> Mate, honestly, you know what I do now? Really? This is so sad. This is what I, so sad is when I exercise now, I can't use the... Um, bike machine anymore. What's got exercise bike? <laughs> yeah. Because of the gout on my right foot. Oh. What I can use is the rowing machine because oh, it's less yeah, pressure yeah. on the fit. It's just a very cheap one. So I set that up in front of the telly. I put on Bargain Loving Brits in the sun and then it's like I'm sort of rowing to Benidorm. Oh, like, oh wow. But forwards. So one day well, you'll make it. You'll get there. One eventually. day I'll get there. Oh. <laughs> Good morning, Adrian. Ken's got gout. Oh, oh dear. Breaking news in the Premier League. 
Uh, what, who scored? Uh, one for the scored. One for the scored. <laughs> you scored. tell me. That's right, the scores. What are you for? It's behind me. That's, that's what I miss about coming back to the studio. The scores on the TV screen are right behind me. They are, yeah. Not handy. Uh, Watford have scored against Aston Villa. Um, it's uh, Bonaventura, which sounds like a theme park in Tenerife. But... It sounds like it's near. <laughs> yeah. Benidorm. We've done Tenerife, like Benidorm, Bonaventura. Bonaventura. <laughs> we love Bonaventura, don't we? It's a, a bit quieter. Great, theme park. great water park on Bonaventura. You know what I love about uh, Bonaventura? <laughs> the Old town. <laughs> if you haven't seen Bargain Love in Britain, then you've got to watch it. Because the problem is the title makes it sound like it's Bargain Hunt, like there's a chance. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's just about people who are going out there and basically able to live quite cheap. Yes, that's it. So they don't like live a, like a lavish holiday lifestyle. They're not going out for to have a meal every night and going out drinking. They'll have like beans on toast in their static home every night, but they'll just have it in the sunshine. It's just nicer. Yeah, and also it doesn't fit. When you're watching it, you kind of forget that that's the point of it. It just follows people in Benidorm. You're like, oh, yes, the whole point is there's a budget element but that's not yeah. that doesn't feel like that's wedged into the format but I didn't realise how long it had been going you're saying you're on series 3 I'm on series 3 I think there's a, a couple more series left in the box set you know what I like about it as well is you have a view of, and I've never been I've always wanted to go but it's obviously sort of stags and hens and all that yeah. sort of thing but also there's a really sweet side to it where mm. the bits where you can be what you like in Benidorm, uh, can be whoever you right. want to be, and you're like, I never realised Benidorm's this sort of like liberal uh, area it? It? where I people are very accepting that. of what you oh, want to be. Right. And I was like, oh man, there's this whole culture there. I thought it was like English pubs that show Coronation Street in the afternoon and yeah. stuff like that. Carveries fry up, yeah. yeah. So I suppose it is that. There's still that, but then they're quite accepting. They do loads of charity well. for local oh, Spanish nice. kids. Yeah, oh, oh, we come over here. We're going to raise a bit of money for them Spanish kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. It's so sweet. I'm obsessed I'm with it. I'm on Series Link when I get home. You've sold it to me. I've only watched one episode, but I do want more. You have to see it. Um, now, you may have seen this week, David De Gea got his car clamped. Yeah. When he was out for a meal with his Man United teammates. Staying in Spain, staying with the Spanish. Staying in Spanish. Yeah, nice, lovely, seamless link, yeah. So, so text us on 81215. What's the worst place you've ever been stuck? I mean, I know where I would like to get stuck. That's a different question. I always Benidorm. thought... Benidorm. Benidorm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a country pub near Christmas when everyone gets snowed oh, in. Oh, yes. But yeah, it, doesn't affect, it doesn't affect the supply lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the lecky's still on, you know. Yeah, yeah. A sort of mild catastrophe. Yeah. But what is the worst place you've been stuck? Text us on 81215. Dyson, I'm guessing you've been stuck quite a lot of places. I, I once got the, the main one, I was talking about this with my wife earlier, and we got stuck on a cliff in Kefalonia. What? Um, uh, on our honeymoon. Right? Oh my so word. we were in a hire car and we've heard about this beach. It was a very hire car it was on a cliff. <laughs> very high. And we heard about this beach that was sort of off the beaten track like away from the tourist trail. So oh. and we got the directions, you know, on that rubbish maps app on your iPhone and it yeah. took us on this road and it's sort of like, it started to become a bit more rural, this road, and it sort of almost turned into a dirt track and then we were driving down and realised we were on the edge of a cliff it was taking us to the edge of a cliff and it was like a sheer hill like that uh, it was like oh my God. really steep and I had to stop Katie was panicking thinking we were going to fall off the cliff and then I had this one small dirt track a sheer cliff face I had to do like a 60 point turn to get us out of Oh, my there. God. Like the Italian job. Yeah, it was like that, yeah, but it was horrible. Stuck on a cliff in a hire car on the, on the side Stuck of the... Stuck on a cliff in a hire car. Kefalonia. But I was there panicking for a while before I realised I can just basically shimmy forward a little bit and then back a little bit and get us out of here. But I had a crying toddler in the back, you know. This is, this is 
full on really nightmare scenario. Somehow they're just getting <laughs> locked in the toilet. Yeah, no, this was it. Not like I'm a stuck on a experience. cliff face. Yeah, a ravine. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah. panicking wife. Oh my word! It was a really word. harrowing moment, but yeah, it was the low point of the honeymoon. So this is that sort of Everest documentary. It's <laughs> appalling. <laughs> Sherpas <laughs> behind you trying to like, stop the wheel. Oh my word! Oh yeah. Sorry to bring the mood down, but yeah, it was quite. It's quite scary. But we got out. We got out. You know, I just managed to use my handbrake, get right to the edge of the cliff. Oh, it comes Make sure you're not in the This baby <laughs> can handle a cliff. <laughs> it was like one of those shows. But, but yeah. what to do about the crying <laughs> toddler? It's so scary, though. If you're like, if you accidentally hit reverse, we're going off the cliff. You know. Wow. That's how serious it was. It was High stakes. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe it. Well, but we survived. We live to tell the tale. We figured that bit out. Yeah. So, <laughs> text us on eight. Yeah, coming up after the break. Will Matt Dyson survive this story that happened eight it's years a real ago? Cliffhanger. <laughs> um, Jeff, tell us this story. It sounds incredible. What happened to you? Basically, I had an old classic car that my wife um, didn't really love, but I loved it and uh, took her out for a little ride on the Bank Holiday Monday. Um, fancied a little trip to Windsor Safari Park. Nice. Um, into the lion's enclosure we go and um, started going up the hill and um, the car's not going anywhere and suddenly my clutch burns out. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, so a few lions sort of patrolling around us, getting a little bit tetchy. Um, the protocol was to bib your horn, yeah. um, the staff, and um, sat low and then had to uh, wait for the staff who then all came out with shotguns. <laughs> For you or the lions? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. So when you say classic car, was it like a soft top? Did it have a... No, was exactly it... not. No, it no was an old Ford console, but um, it was a little bit temperamental. Um, and uh, obviously, uh, yeah, it, it didn't do me good that day. So um, And the tow rope had to be put on by the uh, ranger while under arm guard. And um, I had to then be towed out, and uh, my pride was very dented. <laughs> yeah, you have great words. Three, three lines on the bonnet. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> three lines on your bonnet. Jules Remay still be? So they tranquilised them, did they? The lions, yeah. Oh, no, thankfully not. They were just there, just in case. Oh, good, right. Okay. Yeah, when you hear the song Three Lines now, is it quite triggering for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about a nightmare during the summer. <laughs> Put your support in England. Oh, man. I get a glare. Jeff, I get a glare. That's a great story, mate. Have a great weekend. Mate. So says, the worst place I got stuck was at Uxbridge Police Station 1986. Ooh. I love the fact that the year helps you go, oof, not 86. I was arrested for being drunk and disorderly. Oh. I just sold my horse to a home in Shropshire. I was so sad, I bought one can of Super Tenants. <laughs> I was, was only enough. walking home crying with a can of beer. They didn't let me out till 6am the next day. What? <laughs> so they saw a man crying, drinking Tenants Super in the street. Thought he was drunk and disorderly. Imagine wow. that. I just sold my horse. Yeah. I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm drinking away the pain. But one can shouldn't be enough. Hang on, Genie in my London. I pricked a guy. Uh, yes. Yeah, you don't see many women walking down the street drinking super tenants, do you? Speak for yourself, mate. You need to move house. <laughs> wow, Jeannie, oh. we need more she information. She kicked off. I mean, she can't have just been crying. She must have, like, there must have been resisting an arrest or something going on there, Jeannie, wasn't I there? I guess the, the problem is the story makes you sound drunk, doesn't it? What are you up to? I've just sold me a horse. <laughs> <laughs> right, OK. You're coming with us. <laughs> 
kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Goals in the Premier League, Matt Dyson. That's right, Chelsea have got a second. Christian Pulisic uh, beating uh, Crystal Palace 2-0 now. Leicester City have scored against Wolves. Jamie Vardy still going strong. Uh, they're beating Wolves 1-0 at the moment, approaching half-time. And Watford have got a second against Villa. Not doing very well after the departure of Grealish. Saw scoring just before half-time. Watford beating Aston Villa 2-0. And in the early kickoff. Oh yes, let's not forget that huge game. Huge game earlier. Manchester United absolutely hammering their fierce rivals. Leeds United 5-1. I mean, you couldn't think of a much worse start to the season for Leeds United, could you? Talking of which, we're now joined by Leeds and bargain-loving Brits and the Sun fan, John Richardson, to talk about his new podcast that may be of interest to listeners to the show. Um, John, did you watch the Leeds game earlier? No, I didn't know. I had a prior family engagement to drive my wife to Hull where I smashed a brick into my face repeatedly. And had a better time. One of your better days by the sense of things. My mother-in-law is currently around the corner from our house having two teeth extracted and I would rather be her now than me. Oh. Just to be clear, not as a result of the game. No. <laughs> No, no, absolutely not. This was a, a prior booking and, and a good bit of booking on her part. She booked in some fun to have rather than the absolute horror show. That's let's, painful. Let's forget that Forrest are losing as well at home. Yeah, so, that's true. You know. <laughs> yes, there's that. Dancing. And last year we conceded six at Old Trafford and this year we conceded five. Uh, so in four years' time... We progress. ...to be in the game there. Yeah. Yes, progress. Is. So, so, John, tell us about your new podcast. <laughs> Well, uh, the podcast I've just retired from is uh, <laughs> Comedians Playing FPL, and it's where uh, I, along with a, sort of a comic you won't have heard of, sort of up-and-coming um, young buck, hmm. does a very good Ed Miliband impression. <laughs> um, basically, if you want to know what George Galloway made of the Crystal Palace result this weekend, then you need to tune in to Comedians Playing FPL. And it's—I well, don't know how long it's going to last, really, given the performance of my team. Um, a lot so of far. Leeds players in there, I presume. I picked a Leeds front three. Yeah. Put Maguire and Shaw on the bench. <laughs> oh. Um, this is a show that John and I—you may have gathered from the uh, mm. scintillating bands. This is a show that John and I have launched, <laughs> comedians playing yeah. FPL. Um, and each week we have a different comedian. In our first episode, we had Alex Brooker. This week we're going to have Richard Osman um, and I basically this is the first time I've ever really played FPL yeah, it's quite a U-turn for you because the regular listeners to this show will know you've you've poured scorn upon people like me who played fantasy football for years uh, Matt you called it uh, like boring admin for virgins I'm pretty sure you're like really dismissive I may have suggested in the past that people who play FPL would struggle to form meaningful relationships <laughs> with anyone beyond their immediate family yeah. I Having played it, I can now see why. Yeah, um, well. It drives you mad playing. It's, re- it's a lot of fun. Yes, and you're having problems with the deadlines, aren't you? Because I think you put Harry Kane in, even though he seems unlikely to play. Is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm now locked into having Kane this weekend. Uh, yes, yeah. But then I thought I could swap him out. I thought I'd found a bug in the system, and it turned out I'd just changed him for, for next, next week. week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really bad at it. Wow. You can, but... Yeah, you're getting to grips with it still. I've got Bruno Fernandes in my fantasy nice. team. Nice. Well, he scored a hat-trick. He did well today, didn't he, John? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, your team is 
how bad. I genuinely, when I looked out, I was convinced you'd only spent half the money. And that you, could, <laughs> you could exchange money in the bank at the end for points. I, I hadn't even heard of half the players in your team. Ooh. And yet still, you are going to beat me this week. I yeah. cannot believe it. There's a lesson in there somewhere, isn't there? Um... Just never engage with you in any form. <laughs> Socially, professionally. I don't even want to walk past you in the street. <laughs> well, this has been a real treat. Um, comedians playing FPL is now of a... a new podcast next week where I tour the country's abattoirs cleaning up after a heavy. <laughs> and it will be more fun <laughs> than comedians playing FPL, which sadly you can hear on all platforms now. Yes, it's available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Please, like, share, and subscribe. And shove it. <laughs> I remember getting stuck in my auntie's toilet uh, when yeah. I was in Telford, and I wasn't aware of these exotic Telford ways. And, I mean, I just think a lock on a toilet door, a simple yeah. push-along is your best bet. Definitely. They had in their toilet one of those ones where it's a doorknob and then the little thing in the middle that you pinch and... Yes, I, I hate them. I never know where the setting is that means it's locked. Particularly if, let's be honest, if you're a bloke, when you wash your hands, I don't often towel dry. Mm. I soap by water, but then it's like, wipe it yeah, on the shirt. Right, yeah. Then trying to fiddle around with something. Yeah. Anyway... I meant the lock. Yeah. And then um, I couldn't open it. Yeah. So I shouted for help, oh, but no, no one was coming. Oh. I jumped out the window. <laughs> wow. First floor, onto the garden, like an action hero. Impressive. The problem then was the toilet door was locked from the inside. Yeah, because they don't have a thing on the other side of the doorknob, do they? Absolutely yeah. not. No, that would right. defeat the point. Yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah. a door handle. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how did they get around there? My uncle Peter had to go up in a ladder. Oh. Wiggle through the toilet thing and then open it from the other side. It's something I've never fully. I, you know, sometimes, like during COVID, you'd be haunted by old memories from like yeah. primary school. That so you comes still back feel to me. Guilty. I'm more, yeah. more embarrassed. I don't yeah. feel guilt. I just right, feel like, okay. oh, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> you wally you child, yeah. Yeah, that's annoying. I want to go back and slap my younger self. Yeah. And say, just try everything before you leap out try the window. Your hands. Yeah, and just try your hands as well. Try your hands and just try every possible combination of moving before the handle, panicking. moving the lock. Yeah. Hmm. Before you jump out a window. It could have been terrible for my poor mother. I remember shimmying down the roof oh, and then brave. leaping off. Brave or foolish, I'm not sure. Idiotic. Yeah. Certainly nothing brave about it. Text us on 8 12 15, the worst places you've been stuck. Oh. Sort of mix it up an a bit. Horn. Good yeah. time from back, yeah. A third for Watford. I can't believe this. Why not? I, I just thought Aston Villa would, would do quite... I thought Watford, like, they got 1-0 wins last season, got promoted. It didn't look very exciting. Three goals on their opening day, uh, and, and Aston Villa getting battered. Brentford, two at home. United, five. Chelsea, three. Watford, three. It's fans back in stadiums. Yes, home advantage is back. Being roared it's on. been away for so long. Finally, home advantage is here. There you go. Oh, wow. Great. Idea for a show, home advantage. That's a nice Where like it's it, a yeah. house... You could Dion Dublin to do yes, it. Yes, yeah. And um, <laughs> you get a home, or maybe a tennis player, and you... Yeah, right, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you try and sell a, a home on match day mm-hmm. near a ground, but if the team are winning, yes. then you do sell it, and then if... The, uh, can you also rent it out? Out to for good yield. Can we bring that into play? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You can good. do that. Oh, uh, um, home advantage. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe I've gone cold on the idea. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's nothing in that. No idea for a show called Home Advantage, where you sell a home on a match day. Yeah. 
to support the team that supports. So it's that Airbnb, so they stay for the weekend when they're away? Oh, yeah, maybe you're not trying to sell it. Selling is a big deal. Okay. You're... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or tennis then and then when, okay, when right, it's right, it, yeah, but it, it, it has to go to it's during Wimbledon yeah, yeah and it obviously has to go once they're like at Deuce yes you can yeah, only yeah. Set, you can only agree to get an Airbnb <laughs> yeah. but then it would limit it just to Wimbledon wouldn't it yeah or Ronan Garros Flushing Meadows yeah it could be any other big ATP tournaments I suppose it yeah. could go global in many different territories this yeah. if you want to invest on what's <laughs> probably going to be an online show text us on 812.15 we're asking you about times you've been stuck in honour of David De Gea getting clamped we've had another, I mean, so many phenomenal stories here like yeah. oddities each in their own right and there's another one Dice this is an incredibly inc- incredible story from Rich in Andover, who says, Hi guys, the year was 1986, mid-July, a baking hot day. Mm. As a 14-year-old boy, I got very stuck. So imagine the scene, he's at a country show. There's a falconry display. (laughs) We've all been there, yeah? (laughs) This is so partial. As a city boy from Southampton, just moved to to the rural area of Andover in Hampshire. I had just a pair of shorts on and couldn't see the falcon display. No shirt, no socks, no shoes. Walking around in shorts. Typical city boy coming to the countryside with very little on. Uh, so he climbed up, sat on the crossbar on some football goalposts. So he was like balancing on the on the crossbar of a goal. And he said, a mate saw me and ran towards me. Uh, no, to, to, wait a minute, he climbed up on the crossbar. A mate saw me, ran towards me to pull me down. At that point, he jumped, but he got his shorts caught on one of the pegs that <gasps> hold the nets in place. Ow! on the goalposts and he hung from the crossbar starkers with just his shorts around his ankles that's amazing something from the Beano yeah his mate was laughing too much to assist him down so he just swayed there for what felt like an eternity hanging from the the crossbar by a pair of shorts on a peg until an adult came along to give assistance that's from Billy the Wiz (laughs) wow one of the things that we love to do on the show is Roy's rants all week you've been texting us and tweeting us at R&R Football the things you would like to hear Roy Keane or Roy Hodgson rant about in this seance of the living so Matt Dyson is going to read one of your suggestions out now I will channel one of the great men one of the Roys we'll see which one we get now um, Tracy uh, has got something for one of the Roys to rant about she's been waiting for weeks to get this off her chest uh, bottling up her rage for this very moment so she should have the floor she would like to know Roy's thoughts on when a fly gets in your house and you have to spend hours chasing the thing with a swatter well, you don't. I don't accept. I don't accept the assumption at the point there. I don't think you do have to spend hours chasing it with a swatter. Get yourself some fly spray. Ah, yes, you know, for many yeah. years now, human beings have had at their disposable many weapons, many weapons, and it's right that we ask ourselves questions like Trident about whether it's right to have a nuclear deterrent. Oh. <laughs> but if it comes to flies in the house, it is a legitimate target, yeah. and you got to get rid of it. Right. Get yourself some fly spray. They spread diseases. The last thing you want... You, I mean, you, you know you know where flies hang out. Yeah. And it's not a nice place. No. You don't want that on your windowpanes or on your face it's, or on your plates. You know, when you're bit... eating halfway through a meal yeah. and you see there's a fly, and you say, oh, I know where you've been out yeah. on street uh, level. Yeah, you can't eat it. Well, the, sp- the spray is a bit toxic, though, isn't the air? To the fly it is, and rightly so. Right. The disease spreaders <laughs> dealt with this. Look, no one's going to... I don't think... I don't even think on the outer reaches of the animal rights community does anyone sticking up for the fly. Mm. 
Mm. There's yeah, no keep the fly sure. placards yeah, yeah, yeah. when you walk through Trafalgar <laughs> Square now because even <laughs> people who love animals. The By the way, I love animals. I love dogs in particular. Yes, you do. But no, what? No animal rights people are saying you got to stick up for the rights of flies now. I always pictured you, Roy, with one of those sort of tennis racket swatters, those electrified ones where you can zap the fly. I'd have that, and you know what I'd have on the end of it? A flamethrower because they're horrible little things and, and, and they ruin your food and they ruin your plates. And there's nothing more on a day when they quite and the noise they make. Yeah. Drive yeah. you mad. You know, actually, I do have a genuine technique that I use is is to lock it in a room, is to close the door on mm, whatever room it is, open the window, yeah. and you basically just swat towards it till it leaves. Uh. It will eventually find a window. And it's stupid. That's the thing. You know, a dog, will, you train a dog to go pick up your gloves. Yeah. You can't do that with a fly. They're the thickest things on God's green earth. <laughs> I'm telling you, and I work with Phil Neville. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Well, there you go. That was the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. I reckon some people yes. said yes. Then. I think some of them did, yeah. We'll do it again, but you've got to say yes. Did you enjoy it? Thank you so oh, much. Thanks, mate. Oh, so yeah. good you say. Yes, we should do oh. this more interactive elements. And what was your favourite bit? Oh, oh not the bit I would know. What was your second favourite bit? Oh, everyone yeah, says that. Yeah, yeah everyone was says good. That. It was <laughs> good. It was the high point. We should do more <laughs> silent interaction, like silent disco. Yeah, we can make a name for ourselves here. It's like choose your own adventure almost, but in podcast form. Yeah, but it's like um, interactive podcasts. Yeah, what do you want to hear on the show next week? It's a ridiculous idea. Yeah, but, we'll, but equally, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> okay, yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you for downloading this. It's great to be back. Please leave us a five-star review. Hit subscribe. Tell all your friends. And we'll see you next week.